This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Well, good morning, everybody. I am Glenda Geek back in Ocala, Florida. <laughs> and I'm Jamie Jennings, and I'm in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for August 29th, episode 3008, brought to you today by the World Equestrian Center. Good morning, horse friends. I have good news and bad news for you on this Monday morning. First, the bad. It's Monday. But the good news is really good. Jamie and Glenn are here to guide you through another week filled with horse talk and a whole lot of fun. Welcome to Horses in the Morning. Well, you know what? It's good to come back to Florida where it's cooler than the rest of the freaking <laughs> South. So, uh, <laughs> so we, we left Dallas. It, I think the day before we left, it was 102. It was like 103 at your place the entire time we were there. Yeah, yeah. And then you guys were parked in the sun. And oh, my gosh, my electric bill from your hookup is yeah, going to just It's probably me. is because the air conditioner was barely keeping up, let me tell you. But we get home and it's 84. And I'm like... This is why we what? live in cool Florida. Nice, uh, no. cool summer Florida. It's nice wonderful. Wait a week. It'll be, it'll be hot again. <laughs> it was cooler in Florida the entire three weeks we were gone. <laughs> it was crazy. You guys are hot up there in Oklahoma. It's August, Glenn. <laughs> it sucks in August. Our air conditioner kept up, but uh, barely. It barely kept up, that's for sure. But we have a lot to talk about today. We're going to get caught up. Jamie's... Jamie had the week from hell, and we'll talk about yeah. some of that. Okay. Um, we had some interesting times driving home. We'll talk about some of that. And then uh, auditors, we're going to do a post-show, and we'll get caught up on all the things we didn't have time to talk about in the regular show. So uh, can I just tell you real quick before we do Daily Winnie's, though, that hauling a gooseneck is so much nicer than hauling a tag-along. Really? Oh, my God. I mean, we did we did the home stretch. You even said this morning, you guys got home fast. It's an 18-hour drive, and we did it in a day and a half, and we would have never done that with the camper because the camper is so stressful driving. Yeah. But the gooseneck, you don't even know it's back there. You just drive. So all just of you— going pe- down those bumpy Louisiana oh, roads. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's another thing. Louisiana, please spend some money on the roads. They are the worst roads we have ever driven on. They're terrible. I don't know, I don't know how you would haul a horse across those roads without them whacking their head every 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they do it. It's just bad. So Well, we're glad you're home and you made it. You didn't even think you'd make it home for the show today. So I'm happy to uh I'm happy to be here. I'm happy you guys made it home safe and sound. Well, I'm happy you're here too, and let's discuss why after the daily release. <laughs> I have one auditor birthday today, and that's Emily Kettler. And if we missed any from last week, I tried to find them. I did the ones I found. It was only Emily. So happy birthday to anybody we missed as well. I also want to thank George from Flintstone Media for helping us out during the trip. He does all our post-production for the show, but he also he also recorded some episodes and kept things on, on track for some of our other shows, too. So thank you to George. And we had an auditor that increased their pledge. Um, Maya Grasse, she increased her pledge. So oh, thank God. you. It's what do you think it is? <laughs> well, her name is Maya. Like that is not hard. <laughs> Whatever. Maya is. It, what do you think the last name is? Grassy. Grassy. Yeah, that's that's what I thought. All right. So we want to mm. thank her for raising a pledge. She just wanted to hear me say her name wrong. That's why she did it. I'm Everybody, sure. you say their name of, you say their name wrong. I so know. It's and it's funny, I had a couple of comments about that on the trip. So <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing. Uh, my daily when he goes out to somebody who sent me a book on Amazon and uh, they know the book they're talking about, but there was no dang piece of paper who said who sent it. So I, I appreciate you thinking of me. I appreciate you sending it. I wish I knew who you were. And so if you sent me a book. Are we not saying what book it is? No. 
No, we're not. But <laughs> if you send it to me, you know why I can't talk about it and what it is, but I do appreciate it. And let me know who it was. Thanks. <laughs> is it post-show material? No, no, no. Hey, my mom's here, Glenn. She's visiting and my brother came to hang out as well. So and everybody's downstairs and they're doing their best to be quiet. Well, that's good. I saw your layout now and now I understand why we occasionally hear background noise. Eventually, we're going to have this. And I'm going to be in a room where people can actually function in the house while I'm doing this podcast. I'm going to send you the soundproof tiles to put all over the walls and ceiling so that you'll be completely (laughs) insulated from the... And I'm sure that you'll put a recliner or a bed in there and use it on occasion. I was just thinking shag carpet walls. I was going to go with that. Oh, that would work. Yeah, very 70s of you. (laughs) So so I also want to thank Shona, who uh, sent me a t-shirt, and it was from the uh, Pony Swim. Uh, and remember, she reported uh, about the pony swim for us from her kayak live. Well, mm-hmm. she also sent me a T-shirt from there. So thank you. We got it when we got home. That was very nice. It was a nice surprise to get. And I'll take a picture of it and post in the auditor room. I did buy you a horse and hound T-shirt. Uh, however, it, they only had large. They didn't have extra large. And you said you wanted extra yeah, large. And fit. then I was like, it might fit. Let me wash it first. It's not going to no, fit you. No. So it's now Lucas's. <laughs> Every T-shirt I've ever gotten from PodFest, and they give 20 out. You get them from all the different vendors. I always get extra large, and Jennifer's wearing them all because uh-huh. they shrink. Yeah. Yeah. So what the heck happened to you? Oh my gosh. What and there's a, a reason this show wasn't on on Friday. We did a best of. It was, there was a show planned for Friday. But. Well, there are certain things that I won't talk about, right. um, but there are other things that I will. And let me just tell you what happened to me on Thursday. By the way, before you do, only you. So I'm going to school, <laughs> to Lucas's school, to pick him up. And I was driving up and down the road and it's like, I come over this hill and I'm going down this hill and it's typically a place where you pick up some speed in the VW in the Volkswagen and my little beetle. And I'm going down the hill and I'm talking to Chad and I was like, Oh my God, I got to call you back. And he's like, what? I'm like, I'll call you back. And I hung up on him over to my left in the road was a baby. What kind of baby? Yeah, what kind of baby? That was my next question. <laughs> a human baby. No. A human like in diapers baby? Child in a diaper, probably about 18 months. Hmm. There's no houses anywhere. There's one house, like he's kind of standing at, um, he's like a, a foot in the road just off of their driveway. And so I stopped the car and I was like, uh, hey. And I look <laughs> over and he's crying. And I was like, oh, okay. And I, of course I'm jumping out of the car anyway. And I'm running over to him and I pick him up and he's like, hot. His feet were on the pavement. You know how hot it's been here. He's like in the sun. It's the pavement is on fire and he's like walking into the road in a diaper. Now the diaper's clean. The kid is clean, but there's a child in the road. So he escaped. And there's a home probably about 70 yards back into the woods. And there's a couple of them there and they're, they're all kind of set back in the woods. And so there's just, there's nothing like right there, you know? So this kid has walked as an 18 month old barefoot down a gravel road all the way out to the pavement Jeez. and uh, somehow. So I grab him and just about that time, this guy comes over the hill and he sees me holding a baby on the side of the road and there's a car. My car is like sitting on halfway in the lane and he pulls over and he's like, hi man, you okay? And I was like, no, I'm not okay (laughs) because I just found a baby. And he's like, do what? And I was like, this is not my baby. This baby was in the road. And he's like, what? And he was like, I guess we should go knock on some doors. And I was like, no, no, no. We're calling the police because friend, this is not the first time I have found a baby. And he's like, what? I'm like, we'll get to that. We'll unpack that later. <laughs> right now, I see that you have a phone in your shirt pocket, and I would like you to take that out. And I'm holding this baby, and I'm talking like super gentle. And I, was like, I was like, and I would like you to take that out. Oh, yeah. And go ahead and call 911. If you could, that'd be great. And he's like, 
okay. You know, so he pull, pulls in and calls 911 and I can hear him. Yeah, this, uh, there's a, there's a baby in the road and this lady found it and we're going to need y'all to come on out. <laughs> I was like, okay. So the, the, we're sitting out in there. In Oklahoma, they really do say things the way it is in as few words as possible. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> I, I would have been, like, hysterical yeah. on the phone. He's like, yeah, yep, you, found a girl baby. found somebody Like, it's every day we find a baby in the road. <laughs> it's like it's a thing, you know. And so he just calmly talks to the cops. So they show up, and, he, and, and we're standing out by the road with a baby in a diaper, for half an hour. Okay. And so the police get there. They were in no hurry. Um, and, and, and I'm holding this kid who's like holding me like a koala bear, you know, just like <laughs> on me. And they go, they're like, what happened? I'm like, there's a baby in the road. Like, well, I don't know. This is not complicated. This, I don't know where it came from. <laughs> and so he goes in and knocks on the doors and this guy comes out and I would have been more freaked out. And like run over to me and grabbed it. But I think my expression was of such disdain that he didn't even come over to, he was like, he was like, Hey, Oh my God. I I was in the bathroom and I was like, um, we've been out here for half an hour and he did not just get out here and walk all the way. He's like, you found him in the road. I was like, he was in the road and you could see his face like went white, you know? And so the police talked to him for a while, went through his house, looked at his house, looked at the other kid. And then I was like, dude, it's been half an hour. I was in the bathroom and I was like, come on. So he, then they have a dog and he was like, Oh, the dog opened the door. You know, he's coming up with all these excuses to not look like a terrible parent. Right. Which stuff happens, but be a little more attentive than your kid making it 75 yards out into the road. Everything was horrible. Like it's all horrible. Again, can we talk about how tough this kid is to walk on the stones to get to the road? Yes. (laughs) And then he's like, the cops like, would you like to go back to your daddy? And he goes, no. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Would you? And I'm like, hey, buddy, you want to go inside? He's like, no. Okay. The cop's like, you're going to have to go back to your daddy now. And so finally the dad comes up and grabs him. And he wasn't like screaming stranger danger or anything like that. But he was, he was a kid. He was like, he had knew some words. He was clean. I, you know, it could very well could have been a mistake. Uh, it, but the, the thing is. I called the police and let them handle it mm. because I want a police report right. of this happening. Yeah. And if it's ever happened before or something like that, back to the other baby that I found, I'll just give you the quick story there because this is why I did it different. I was in Ohio and I lived in a tremendously awful neighborhood, but I was really, really poor. Um, and I was driving home and it's dusk and it's Ohio And it was like November and it was probably 50 degrees outside. And there's a kid running down the middle of the road in a diaper. He was probably two and a half. And so I stopped the car and I'm like, Hey buddy, you know, and I grabbed this kid and I take him home and I'm like, what do I do? So there's like a little lake lake. And so I went to the lake. I'm like, does anybody know this kid this is, you know, and I I actually knocked on a bunch bunch of doors. Like why I I didn't, we didn't have cell phones, you know, I I was like 20, you know, and, and I didn't have a phone. And so I'm like, I don't know what to do with this child. And so I finally found the door. I knocked on the door and I was like, hey, is this your kid? And and the guy opens the door, grabs the kid's hand, pulls him out of my arms. The kid, you know, hits the ground, like pulls it in and slams the door. And I have lost sleep over that for 20 years. So I was not going to repeat the same process of just going to the the closest house, even though it wasn't close. And, and I was like, no, I'm letting the police handle this. And so they took the baby and gave back to him. And, and, and I think what happened is he was probably, you know, having a doobie and playing video games and didn't notice, you know, hopefully he'll pay more attention. And when his wife finds him. (laughs) Or maybe yeah. she doesn't care either. Who knows? I was like, you gonna die. And like, if somebody comes, because I was like, I'll, you know, like me, I'm like, I'll keep him. Like, I'm fine <laughs> with that. He clearly loves me. He's like, anyway, so I had a morning from hell and then I had that happen. And then um, Thursday, I, my mom is visiting and she was taking a nap on the couch and I woke her up and I was like, Hey, I'm going to go pick up Lucas from school. And then I'm going to take him to karate. Do you want to go? No, uh, I'm going to stay here. I go outside. I come back. 
I forgot my purse in the house. And she's like, wakes up. Where are you going? Um, I'm going to go pick up Lucas from school. And then I'm going to go and take him to karate. Do you want to come? No. I go pick up Lucas from school. I go to karate. My mom calls me. Where are you? What are you doing? <laughs> I'm, I'm at karate with Lucas. I want to go. All right. So I'll come pick her up. So I get in my car and I go to pull out and I'm making a right. And then crunch, <laughs> crunch. Um, I just got rear-ended trying to do something nice. <laughs> Get rear-ended. I pull over to the, to the side and my tiny beetle was hit by a 2,500 with like one of those deer killer, like oh, no. set up with the rims and everything. The cow catcher in the front. The cow catcher. <laughs> And it caught a beetle. <laughs> it caught a beetle. It's a beetle catcher. So I pull over and, you know, sometimes people aren't very honest. This kid pulls over with me and he runs out and he looks at the front of his truck first. Which is probably not damaged at all. Not at all. It's <laughs> no. totally fine. And then he turns to me and he goes, are you okay? And I was like, nice priority. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, I'm fine. And then I look at my car and I'm like, you win. <laughs> like, you win. This is, oops, hold on. Sorry. Um. So, so anyway, he crunched my car, but he was so he's like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." I, 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 I've never. He goes, "What do we do? What do we do?" And he's so he's an OU student, like sophomore oh, no. at OU, and he's like, "What happens?" And I was like, "I don't know, man. I'm from Georgia, and in Georgia, you had to call the police and get a police report, otherwise your insurance wouldn't cover it." You know, so I. For the third time in a day, I call 911 <laughs> and they, uh, you know, and they're like, no, just exchange information. You just have to go get us mail. Let's get, get, you know, so I photographed his license plate and driver's license and insurance cards and all that kind of stuff. But he was so cute. He was like, I don't, I don't know what we, what do we do? Hold on. I got to call my parents. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, the first thing he's like, Hey dad. Uh, so I got it. I'm fine. I got in a wreck. No, the truck is fine, Dad. The truck's <laughs> fine. <laughs> Apparently, it's a precious truck. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a precious truck. Um, he's like, oh, and he, he was like, so, so what happens? And I was like, I have to go get an estimate, and then I take it to the to the thing, and they send it to your insurance, and they, your insurance pays for it. And he was like, oh, thank God. And I was like, no, 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 no. There's a deductible that you'll have to pay. <gasps> Oh, I was like, you don't just get on Scott free when you're wreck. <laughs> <laughs> How bad's your car? Uh, you know, it could have been, it could be way worse, but like the trunk. Because now, did they still was... put the engine in the back? No. Okay. No, well, thank no. God or your car would be totaled. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So the trunk is, it's like this little tiny pop-up trunk that's dented. The taillight's broken. The bumper is crunched. And so it's it, good you were just the... going at it snail's pace at a traffic light i so, mean i was yeah. just i was inching forward and i don't think his big it was like lifted truck you know so he like looks i just I'm, never I'm, saw you underneath the hood <laughs> yeah he just never saw me and and he was really sweet and apologetic and wait, he was so nice i'm like maybe i can get rear-ended again and blame it on somebody else who's a jerk and then let this kid <laughs> off <laughs> no let's not do that don't do that don't stop short on purpose he wasn't but, friends with farm boy was he Nobody no. reminded me just of him, <laughs> just of Farm Boy. So that's I was like, yeah, it's okay, it's all right. And he was well, like, you just had quite stuff. the week when I left. I did. Oh my god! And there's a lot more we can't even talk about. But uh, yeah, what a week. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, but, we we um, we fortunately did not have that time, but we did have a little incident coming home, and it's just a reminder to all of us that drive trailers. So we decided to take a three-day trip and make it a day and a half and drove 18 hours in a day and a half. And uh, we, you know me, I'm old and have to pee a lot. And by the way, I'm not the only one Jamie's to pee a lot too. Um, so we stop every two hours to, to, you know, at the rest stop. Well, I've gotten in the habit of just checking the tires on the trailer every time we stop. And I learned that from, uh, from one of the videos I watch. Uh, RVers who 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 do that, and sure enough, at the one rest stop, I said to Jennifer, "Look at this tire; it doesn't look good." 
And uh, she's like, yeah, that doesn't look good. So I got the, got, the, uh, got the air thing out and checked it, and sure enough, it was flat. So it was, one, it was the rear tire. It wasn't the front. Fortunately, we have two tires on the trailer on each side, and it was the rear one. It was flat. So, uh, you know, I ended up changing the tire right there. But did unfortunately, we were at a rest trailer, stop. Trailer A, that's the most <clears throat> important did, thing. We did. And you know what? The Murhau trailers come with a metal one. Oh, nice. So I guess because the trailer's so heavy that they come with a metal one. It worked beautifully, and they hadn't... This is the problem I've had in the past, and everybody that's changed a tire knows this. If the shop puts the lug nuts on too tight, you can't budge them with your little, you know, tire iron. So fortunately, they did not, and I was able to just change the tire, which was nice. But uh, yeah, so then the other... And then we found the big fat nail, which I blame your driveway for. Uh, (laughs) I'll take it. I don't know where we got it, but we got a there's a big nail in it. And the other thing we learned a little while ago is that you cannot get trailer tires repaired legally. Oh, they have fine. to be replaced because they won't repair a trailer tire because of the weight and pressure and all that stuff. Or it's just a scam and they're just getting you to buy a new tire. So that's Could what be. I figure it was. Well, the, the, here, because we haven't talked about horses yet, I did pick up two new horses, and they're delightful and lovely, and I'll fill you in on all those when we have more time. <laughs> <laughs> all right, maybe later, a little later in the show. But first, the World Equestrian Center. The World Equestrian Center, they have many non-horse events, but also do a ton of horsey stuff. When you have dozens of rings, many large indoors, multiple conference centers, and over 10 restaurants, you have a variety of shows. The new edition of the WEC magazine is out and free to read. We will include a link in the show. Show notes. The Stable Spotlight is on Thornell Equestrian in Loveland, Ohio. Together with their parents, sisters Natalie and Erica have established a successful jumper training facility at their charming farm. The siblings balance schoolwork with farm work and have notched notable wins. Plus, show jumpers Richard Spooner and Sharn Worldly are highlighted. So much variety. If you're in Ocala or driving past, the World Equestrian Center is a must-see. Visit worldequestriancenter.com. One of the things most people ask us about at the trade show, which we're going to have some interviews from in a minute, it was about the World Equestrian Center. As soon as they found out we were in Ocala, they all asked, is it as cool as we hear? And the answer is yes. Next up, I have some interviews I put together. We did a ton of interviews, probably about 30 of them, at the trade show. Now, this is the Western English Sales Association and the American English Trade Association trade show. Basically, I didn't understand it when Glenn started talking about it. And what this is, it is a big expo where tax shops go to buy products to put in their tax shops. Correct. So this is like the kind of like... I invented something. I'm going to bring it here and hopefully somebody's going to buy it. Or it's an established company that has a new line like carrots or something like that. And they bring everything out and the the buyers pick what they want to bring to their tech shop. It's the first time that we went to it that it was at Dallas. We, this is the first time we've been in a couple of years because of COVID. So it was fun to get there. Usually these two shows were held separately. Now they're held together so we can do them both at one time. But we concentrate when we do these interviews on new products that are coming to the market so that you hear about them here first before you're going to see them anywhere else. So we have a couple of those interviews we did today, plus a little bit of a fun one that's self-explanatory at the beginning. Let's take a listen. Well, something cool happened here at the trade show. I'm usually bringing you interviews about new products that are on the market, but I found some queens here, and I'm going to introduce the first one is Mary Vivian. Mary, what, why are you guys here? Well, we are the National Little Bridges Rodeo Association Queens, and we are here to meet with our sponsors and possibly find new sponsors. Not just Texas, but the whole country. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so tell us about your horse. So I have five horses, actually. Wow. But my favorite would have to be my barrel and pole horse, Doc, and he is very sassy and very protective. <laughs> like you? I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason she got to be queen. <laughs> So you do polls? Yes, sir. Yeah? And are you good? Yes. I guess so. <laughs> I would say so. And how many steps did it take to get to be queen? It took a lot. Yeah? It took a lot of studying, a lot of hard work, practice, horsemanship patterns, practicing walking, standing right, everything. It, it took a lot. 
Very cool. You don't have to sing, though, right? No. Okay, good. Thankfully. <laughs> All right. Who, who do you have beside you? Oh, well, I have my princesses. I have my junior princess, Isla, and my little wrangler, Princess Camilla. All right. Let's start with Isla. So, Isla, tell us about your pony or horse. So, my horse's name is Itchy. Itchy? I, yes. <laughs> <laughs> is he because he's always itchy? No. no? So, when he sidestops, his bum actually jags the ground like it's itchy. <laughs> we didn't name him that, his old owners, but it just kind of stuck. He has a really big personality, and I need some more queening, and then I'm starting to rope on him. Oh, cool. So, how long have you had him? I've had him for about two years. Now. Yeah, and he's your horse. Yes, I mean, your mine. horse horse. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You, I love the name. I've never heard the name Itchy on a horse before. That's so cool. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, and we have Camilla too, right? Yes. Hi, Camilla. So tell us about your horse. My horse, Layla. Um, she's my also my very own pole horse. So she's very sassy. She has a bunch of attitude. So to explain pole to people on the English side who don't know what you're talking about. Poles is where you, there's six poles, and you go straight down, and you weave through them, then you go back and weave through them, and then you run back out. I didn't ask what, where you're from. Where are you from? I'm from no. Harrison, Arkansas. Arkansas. I thought that was an Arkansas accent. <laughs> I did. And, uh, well, thank you guys for joining us on the show today. We really appreciate it, and congratulations. You know one thing I'm mad about, though, is I played a king in an acting company for 10 years, and your crowns are bigger than mine was. So... <laughs> So thank you, guys. Thank you. So I am so excited. One of the funnest things I have done yet at Wisa Ada is come over to the booth and see two of my favorite people that live about 10 miles from me in Ocala, and that's Kat and Brooke. Hi, guys. Hi. We haven't seen you in so long, and we live so far apart. I know. Why does that happen? I don't know. We met in King of Prussia last time, too. Well, you're a workaholic. That's probably what that that's is That's a workaholic true. for that sure. That is very true. But, Brooke, we have no excuse. I mean, we, we do live a like, like, lot closer together now. So. I don't have a good enough excuse. I agree. <laughs> so you guys are with Benefab mm -hmm. and a renamed, is it yes. renamed officially? Yes. So the horse holster, also known as handy holsters. Yes, it's handy holsters yes. now. And let's explain. You guys have both been on the show. You uh, listeners have heard Kat and Brooke both on the show over the years. And why is it renamed? Well, so this is uh, actually pretty exciting. And I'll let Brooke tell part of the story. But um, Brooke and I became friends because of you guys. Thank you. I think we introduced <laughs> you, didn't we? Yeah. We did, yes. I yeah, we went to dinner. So you had asked me to join you guys at dinner, and you said you have to meet Kat. For no other reason other than she's, like, killing it in the business world, and you would be a really good resource. And she's freaking so, nice. And she's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yes. that's right. Well, thank you. Uh, but, so, yeah, actually, it's kind of funny, because it was like a blind date. It was. Yeah, we went to Starbucks, They're and I was like, now. I don't even know why. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I don't even know really why we're getting together, but we were obviously put together. And I just, after having my accident, when uh, I had 10 years ago, I just knew, like, how great it was to have uh, something to ride connected. And so I just loved Brooke's product from the very beginning with handy holsters. And so I started using it, became an advocate of it, and now here we are. And how many years was that? Like, three years, I, I guess, passed. Like three years ago. And we had actually started going to dinner. Like, we went to dinner a few times, and it just, the conversation kind of went in the direction where Kat was interested in the business and it had gotten to a point where after I had gotten it into tractor supply, I could only do so much as one person. And so it really was like the perfect timing, honestly, because it, it was growing and I could not do all of that by myself. And so it was like the perfect person to hand the business off to um, and so that she could be able to continue to grow it. So, Kat, you now, uh, in the same warehouse as Benefab, I'm sure, yes. uh, run that business. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's exactly right. So, I acquired it. We closed February of last year. Yeah. 2021. So, it's been really exciting. And, um, and it's, it's great to be able to have Brooke back. And she's doing some social media. And she still stays connected to it. And uh, now she's here. Well, she's like a supermodel in those pictures. I mean, I know. Yeah, you, you're not going to be able to I replace know. that. So I don't have the purple hair anymore, and I no, miss it. No, what happened I to know. your purple hair, by the way? I know. Well, I felt like my hair was falling out. 
So oh, I had to well, go back to Brown. <laughs> I know. I really, I told Kat, I was like, oh, man, if I'm going to do this booth, I really wish that I could have the purple hair again. <laughs> I did love the mermaid hair, but if it's yeah. between mermaid hair and no hair, I'd go for the mer- mermaid the, hair. The, the, yeah, the brown hair. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Uh, so I love this, and I posted this in, a, in my post this morning. I love... The, the mission statement of the Horse Radio Network 14 years ago was uniting the horse world one show at a time. And I love that we have listeners that get together now. We have auditors that get together now. They have their own little meetups everywhere they go. And then to get you two together, and it's so funny because when we saw you yesterday, Jennifer on the way out said, they are so not alike. They are so not alike. One's English, one's Western. You know, they just, they have nothing alike. Yet you get along so well, which is perfect. That's what we want in this world. Yeah. Yeah. You really have built such a great community. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's just perfect that you two get along so well. I love that. Uh, but we are here to talk about new products. So let's start with over here on the horse holster now called... Yeah, so it is the horse holster, actually, but it's under the handy holsters umbrella. So we have the horse holster and then the outdoor holster. Gotcha. So handy holsters is just kind of the umbrella company. But yeah, so this is the horse holster. Wow, you you had a new one that Jennifer spotted right away yesterday, immediately, and I guess it's selling well. Yes. So the leather, uh, the leather holster was one that Brooke, you had looked into to doing for a few years, and um, we have sourced uh, premium leather out of Colombia. So it's made in South America. Um, it has been a huge, huge hit. And the neat part, so it has a silent closure, so it has the magnetic closure on it. Um, but it's fashionable. I mean, it's like very, very nice to wear out and about. So we're actually selling them to not only like people who want to go and use them at the barn, but people who have the regular neoprene for the barn and then they have a dress up holster. For those that don't know, the, the holsters hold larger phones. Is that right, Brooke? That's correct. Yep. They'll hold all the size phones. And they come with clips or straps. Yes. Yeah, so the idea is one pouch, four ways to wear it. So it comes with a leg strap. It comes with the crossbody strap, which Kat kind of put it all together so it's all inclusive. Um, so it comes in a, as a full set. And then if you're wearing it on your leg, it also has a little extra no-slip strap. So it's awesome because then you can literally wear it four different ways depending on what you're doing, whether you're riding or, like Kat said, if you're going out. Kat, what's the retail on the leather one? 79. 79 for the leather 79. one. And they last forever. Jennifer's been using the one she got from you when you started the company. Right. I mean, so yeah. they just last forever. Yeah. All right. On the Benefab side, what's new? Ooh. Uh, well, by popular uh, request and demand, we do. We have just launched our Smart Hawk Boots. So our Smart line combines the far infrared therapy that Benefab has in all of its products with medical grade magnets over the acupuncture points. And what do they retail for? They... Re- Wow, you did this to me. You did this to me last time. I would I think, thought you would have learned by now. <laughs> I think it was 99. Okay, don't quote me on yeah, it, Yeah, I think folks. it's 99. I we remember talked that. About, we were joking yeah. about this. I have gone from one skew when you met me to over 100. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Things have changed. Um, but I believe it was, it's 99. And I'm excited about them because for the performance world, we have, you know, we we're growing, especially in the Western market too. So for the, you know, jumpers who are pushing from the hind end or cutters or rainers, it's going to be really helpful for those for those. And that's horses. why Brooke is here to explain the Western world to Cat when yeah. when the cowboys show up. <laughs> yeah, so. Hey, I'm still looking for a perfect cowboy for her. <laughs> we were watching the show last night, and she's like, "Oh, you can keep walking <laughs> down the runway." Yeah, so we watched the the modeling. They were doing the fashion show, and there was some. Really they had a cute band cowboys. there and everything. Yeah, all kinds a, of stuff yeah. there. Yeah. There were some really cute Very cowboys official. walking down yeah. runway, and I was like in the crowd, like, "Call me." <laughs> If you know any single cowboys at this event, Brooke's available. To come to the horse booth. Brooke is like my extroverted side. I think that's why we get along yeah, so well. I'm it. the introvert, and Brooke is like the extrovert. <laughs> I have been like her comic relief so far for this trip. <laughs> well, this you trip. guys, I'm so proud of what you've done, Kat and Brooke. From the we've watched you both from the beginning. Yeah. It's one of the cool yeah, parts of I being know. in this for so long. Is I we walk around here and we see so many companies that we interviewed them on day one when they were at their first trade show, and they're still here. You know, yeah. it's very cool. Like your neighbors over there, who you're going to hear from in another interview yeah. uh, that we'll have on the show as well. Thank you, guys. What's the websites? Benefabproducts.com and HandyHolsters.com. 
I am here with Alicia, and she is with Performance Stall Mats. And every once in a while at these conferences, we see something and we go running over and say, what is this? Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what we did with you. <laughs> yes. So tell us what it is and why it's so cool. So it is a portable stall mat for your horses. Um, we do have people use them for both aisleways, at home, tied at the trailer. But it is a perforated closed cell foam Um portable mat that weighs 17 pounds. It rolls right up, comes with a carry strap. You can store it right in your horse trailer. When you get to the show, you take it out, you stick it in the stall, put a little bedding down, and uh, your horse is comfortable for the whole weekend. And we're standing on them now, aren't we? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And they're very comfortable, actually. Much better than the cement that you walk yeah, on. Yeah. Think of the ones that everybody gets to put at their sink so they don't wear out their feet, only for horses. Times two. <laughs> now, the thing is, you have this, I'm going to call it the outer skin, What'd you say that was made of? It's a non-slip vinyl top. It is specially formulated just for horses. How about pee, poop, all of that nope. stuff? It is. It will not absorb any moisture. Everything just runs right off. Afraid of it smelling after a while. They are super easy to clean. You just toes them off. If you need to use a little dish soap or a Scotch pad to get them clean, um, comes right off. Do super people easy. Put these on top of the. Rubber mats that are already in horse trailers? Do yes. They use it on yeah. Top? I have, they, they cut really easy. You can trim them right down to fit into your horse trailer. can trim them down to fit into a tack well, room even. The advantage about that is the mats in your horse trailer suck to go get them <laughs> out because they're just so heavy and yes. a nightmare. And these you can pull out easily and then just wash them off. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's what I just saw. Yes. It's like, this yep. makes it so easy to do. They're about, what, an inch and a half? They're an inch and a, and a quarter thick. Okay. We do make a smaller size. They are more of a custom order. They come in five by feet by 10 feet, or we have a six feet by nine feet option as well. So the other thing that makes these so cool is storing them. Because they're perfect, because the, the vinyl part is solid, the bottom part, the foamy part, can be perforated, and they rolls up into a tiny little roll. Yes, it's uh, 18 inches across. Yeah, so you can store them out of the way if you take them out of the horse trailer, out of the barn or whatever. And Hay store pods, them. mangers, bed of your truck, shower in your horse living quarters, it's, anywhere within the your The reaction trailer. has to be like we are at yeah. this point. Yes, yeah. yeah. I have people come up to me at shows all the time that are like, how have, how have I never seen this before? Well, like, how is this product not been go, around? How, yeah, how has yeah. somebody not invented this 20 yeah. years ago? The technology was there. How did we not do it? Exactly. Um, Ashley is the... Um, founder and owner of Performance Stall Mats. Performance Stall Mats is the OG of stall mats. They're the original yeah. product to come out. Um, she's been around for about two and a half years. And the product is 100% made in the USA right here in Texas. And we ship all over, even up to Canada. All right. Now let's talk about the really cool part. It's you can get it in fun colors. Yes. <laughs> yes. We have, I think, six or seven different solid colors and probably... 10 or 15 different patterns. They are fully customizable. You can get your business logo on them. You can get them for awards. I can get them with Horse Radio Network. This would look cute. You sure it? can. Yeah, yeah, that would be. It would look cute on stall It sure mats. would. It would look and great then on people a stall can mat. walk all over us. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> and do other things on us, actually, yes. for that matter. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> but then you can just scrub that right of, off. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It doesn't have to stay there. That's right. Well, this is great. Can I ask what the retail is on them? Yes, the solids retail for three twenty five. The patterns for, uh, re- eight, for a five by ten. Five by ten. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the patterns retail for three fifty. But and they're durable. They're gonna hold yes. up. Yep, okay. yep. There's a one year warranty on the mats. They are patent pending. And um we do send out free patch kits if for some reason they were to get a little slit in the vinyl, we'll send you a free patch kit, patch that vinyl yeah. right back up and away you go. That brings up a good point because I was worried about horseshoes digging through the vinyl. Nope. And they've actually been stress tested as well. What's the website? Um, ageperformancestallmats.com. We'd like to thank Purina for being a sponsor. The PhD equine nutritionist at Purina Animal Nutrition tackle problems using science. Their love of horses keeps them at it until they get it right. Even with the most established feeds, they keep on innovating. Even when it takes years of research, they don't stop until it's right. They're dedicated to the scientific method, but it can't capture the feeling of seeing a horse reach their full potential. It takes science and love to help your horses live their best life. Put their research to the test at horseinnovation.com. It's time for the weekly look at your equestrian first world problems. This ought to be good. Well, I just feel terrible for all the, the listeners that have such terrible, sad problems that they're dealing with in the Equestrian First World Problems uh, post that I put up on Sundays, usually to ask for what the people are going through. And uh, 
they never disappoint. And uh, I would like, Glenn, for you to tell everybody, if they want to participate in this, how do they become an auditor? Just go to horseradionetwork.com and click on the auditor banner in the upper right-hand corner of the page. And for as little as $3 a month, you too can play along. That's right. And uh, let's see here. Let's start... I'm having to look them up here with Laura. Laura says, I have a free entry to Midnight Rider, an endurance ride that I've always been able wanting to go on. And I can't use it because a friend offered me a free ticket to the Grand Canyon to do a mule ride. <laughs> We've talked about those. We, had, we interviewed the people that did the mule rides years ago. Yes, we did. And we determined that you did it once before, didn't you? Yeah, I and did. you would never do it again, is what I remember. No, <laughs> and and I'll tell you why. Uh, you know, it was, a, it was an all day ride from the top to the bottom, and then back up to the top. And you're on like a, a tiny little ledge, and you're on a mule, and in single file, and you go down. And um, we got done with the ride, and like I was the only person that rode, and all the other people behind us were like tourists. And when we got done with the ride, I got off and I was like, oh, my God. I was like, I ride like six to eight horses a day and I am so sore. And all these other people, the gringos, are just hopping off their mules, <laughs> hand it back and walking to the car, you know. And I was like, I said to the guide, I was like, what is wrong? Why? And he goes, you know why? Because you know what can happen. <laughs> So you're holding on for dear life, and they're just sitting here. Uh huh. I'm like riding this horse for the eight hours of the you know the mule or whatever, and they're just anyway. sitting there going, "Hey, look over there, look to the left," and I'm like, "Oh god, inside leg, inside leg, inside leg." That's funny. Um, Arsina said, "I'm on vacation from work, and I could ride every day, but my new horse is out of shape, and my senior horse is only cleared for light max three days a week work. I had a huge." plans i don't feel like these are new problems or xena like I, <laughs> no, I think, yeah these are yeah. just these are just things. problems <laughs> yeah, there's problems uh diane said so my boyfriend is making sketches of our new home and barn and he's talking 2020 stalls and i love the size oh my god they're gonna use so much shavings yeah that's one reason not to do that <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah don't do that. Uh, my son, Holly says, my son. And only that, it takes you six times longer to clean the barn. So, oh, yeah. That too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Holly says, my son, husband, and husband's friend all rode my super nice quarter horse on Saturday, and I had to ride my young, mildly unpredictable Arabian. It was still fun, but I wanted to ride my quarter horse too. <laughs> <laughs> too many horses. Carrie said, oh my God, I received a 10 on an intermediary to test test at a real USDF show. Freaking amazing. And then I blew a tire on the way home from the dressage show, snapping me back to reality very quickly and white breeches and changing tires do not go together. I was thinking of you. I, I get covered <laughs> yes. in grease. We oh, were those... covered in, there's no way to change a tire and not get covered in dirt and grease. No way. Mm -hmm. just... A different Carrie, Carrie with the K, said, I bought the cutest new halter. But the only problem is I don't actually have a horse right now to put it on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you find one the same size as the halter. I know, right? Sometimes you just got to buy, mm -hmm. you know, you mm -hmm. just got to do it. She uh, didn't buy a saddle. I mean, she could have bought a saddle. That's true. Yeah. Paige said, I moved to a new farm this weekend with an eventing course, and my horse is still lame. Oh. this? We've got a lot of lame horses out there in our listener community. It's true. Tell me all about it. I wonder uh, if you took the horse population as a whole, how what percentage of the horse population as a whole is lame at any given day? It's currently lame. It's got to be. It's 20%, 25%. I was say 20%, 20%. There's never been a step. We need to ask the vet community that question. Well, know. they only see the lame ones. That's, that's, that's true. Uh, Natalie says, I have two horses. That's it. That's the problem. <laughs> 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 Colt says my pre-packed purified water bottles are too thin and oh. I dent them when I pull them out of the cup holder. Colt, of my you're a jerk. Truck. You're a jerk, Colt. That's that's a dad jab at me. Uh, yeah. Uh, Ashley says I got a new to me saddle and I also got COVID last weekend. And so I've been too sick to ride in my new to me saddle. 
Well, your saddle wouldn't get COVID. You can go out. I know, right? Yeah. Your horse isn't going to catch it. No, get on. You're good. Just stay away Pony from everybody up. else and ride, ride in that new saddle. Nana says, I'm going to my first rated CDE and I have two fit and game ponies, but I can only bring one because it's like too overwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your first one, you probably don't want to bring two. One's good. Uh, Stephanie, yeah. this is funny. She said, today I discovered the answer to a question you hopefully will never have to ask. If I put this still inflated air vest back on immediately after an unplanned dismount, will it protect me? The answer is yes. Not quite as well, but yes, it will indeed soften the blow of the second fall. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds fun. Um, So this one was posted by our auditor Flossie for Allison. And she says, First watercrossing problem. I just bought a new to me used horse trailer, but I can't use it because the tow vehicle needs a brake panel installed. And I had to pose have and I had to have Flossie post this because I'm in Facebook jail. <laughs> She's in Facebook jail, but she had to get her first world problem. Yeah. Out yeah. I'm proud of you, <laughs> that's, Allison. That's funny. Great. I mean, it's not uh, funny. She's in jail. No. Hannah says the weather over the weekend was so beautiful, but I was like way too busy setting up stuff for the horses at my brand new giant farm and I didn't have time to ride. (laughs) (laughs) And let's see. Oh, a couple more, a couple more here. Let's go with Avery said, this is a real problem. I broke a couple of ribs last week and now I can't listen to horses in the morning because it hurts to laugh. (laughs) Okay. Having broken ribs, and I think Jamie has too, uh, we know how much it hurts, but that's no excuse. I mean, you still listen to us. Come on. Man up. We promise Uh, not to say anything funny for the next week. Okay, that's not true. Uh, (laughs) It might be true. I don't know. I don't know what you find funny. Uh, Starbright says, it's been so hot that the only horse I've been able to ride is my unicorn floaty in the pool. And she sent a picture of herself riding a unicorn floaty (laughs) in a pool. That doesn't suck. That's a first world problem, though. Uh, Lisa says, I went to the tech shop yesterday, but I didn't need anything. You always need something. That's Come why on. we went to that Teskies in, in Texas, which is like the biggest tech shop you ever see in your life with a thousand saddles. And I bought a $14 rope halter for my pony. That's, <laughs> that's what we got. In that you guys need at least dewormers. No, it's just no. no. Alicia says, and Alicia... Jennifer wouldn't let me buy a new cowboy hat because I have like six of them, so she wouldn't let me get another one. Alicia says, my riding gear is so fancy. Free jump stirrups, air vest, Antari saddle, etc. So people see me and expect me to actually jump really well and often (laughs) high. (laughs) She's like, and I like cross rails. That's the problem for being a faker. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I used to do... I would go to a clinic and uh, I quit going to to eventing clinics because I've always been not always, but I've developed a very secure, strong lower leg. And when I was riding eventing all the time and my lower leg is like awesome. And I think it makes people makes me look braver than I should be. You know, like they're like, Oh, she's, Look secure. Doesn't mean I want to jump that big stuff. Okay. <laughs> and look Just at you now. Look at what you're doing now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Makes that look silly. My riding's gone to heck, though. All right. Last one. I love to. Yeah, give you somebody... never get to ride them after they're actually uh, trained a little. You're... I get them all trained, and somebody takes them <laughs> yeah, away. When they just get <laughs> fun, you're shipping them off. I know. Um, our final one, and um, the 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 winner goes to Jordan today. I like to save the best for last, and uh, although they're all great. I feel really sorry for Jordan. She said, I'm so sore from the massage I had yesterday. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a hell of a massage. <laughs> That's the best kind of massage. I always tell my just back the car. Just back the car over it. It's fine. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. I remember I got my, I was at my wedding morning and I was going to get a massage. Somebody bought me one, you know, and said, go. And the lady, she's like, oh, you're getting married today. And I was like, yes, I'm so tense. I need to like, or really like, give me a good massage. She goes, do you bruise easy? (laughs) I was like, hell 
yes, this is massage I want. If you ask me if I'm a bruise, like this is what I want. Like It's I want- practically chiropractor territory. <laughs> that is great. So everybody, thank you for submitting your equestrian first world problems. Much appreciated. I hope you can make it through the rest of the week. Hey, okay. we have a couple of minutes yet. Do you want to tell us r- real quick about the new horses you got in? Because the sure. other two that I saw are gone already, right? Yeah. So, well, I had Revel Cash, who was the super, super, super spooky one, but like, I mean, really tough. And then I have had this horse named Kitten a Kitten and Kitten a Kitten is like, he's, he's like seven, hasn't done much, really green, but got a great head on his shoulders. Hasn't spooked at anything. I took him on a trail ride yesterday. He's great. He got adopted, but not before this lady saw all these spooky videos of Revel Cash. And he was a, he's like a big 16, three hand bay, solid tank. Right. And she comes out and she's looking at both of them and, and, and she's like, okay, well, I just, I really like this one, you know? And I was like, I took her over to kitten and kitten. And I was like, you do, you do know what that one does. Like I've posted videos of him and this one, this one's way nicer. Like, like, like this one, kidding. This is way, this horse is way nicer than the other one. As far as like immediate work you're going to be able to do. And she's like, I know, but I just, he needs me. And I was like, yes, he does. Yes, he does. Congratulations. You just adopted a horse. So, so he got adopted and I wasn't bad mouthing. him. just want people to understand like, like if you move too fast, putting the halter on, he's going to plant himself against the back wall. He's not mean. He's just frightened. And she is actually the perfect person to like spend time with somebody. She's real quiet and everything. So he got adopted and then kitten again got adopted as well. And she left him here for a month of training. So he went on his first trail ride yesterday. He's doing great. I love him. So I picked up two more. One is named Salvo. And the other is, oh, what luck. So, oh, what luck is 16, three, almost 17 hand chestnut. He looks finally farm boy will fit on a horse. Oh, (laughs) wait for it. So 17 hand monster horse. He looks like a secretariat. He has an old bow. He's totally sound. And he is the sweetest angel. Like, he's just like, he doesn't know anything, but he's just like really kind and really quiet. I got on him yesterday and he was kind of like, what are you doing up there? And I was like, okay, we're going to read it down. (laughs) And Buck the Bear is going to ride you today, which was, I did this morning. And he was very curious as to why there was a giant floppy bear on his back, but he, I think he learned a lot. But then Salvo is a 15-2 Pocket rocket, man, like chrome, big blaze, just really a nice ride, a forward ride. And he was adopted and then returned uh, to Horse and Hound. And they always take him all back. And and they returned him because he said he's great in the arena, but he bolted on a trail. And, of course, when people return horses, you kind of have to believe about 2% of what they say. Um He's just a very forward horse. Probably if you accidentally whacked him with your crop, yeah, he'll bolt because he's sensitive. But I, I I haven't seen any of those tendencies yet, but he's only been here a couple of days. We'll put him to the test and see. Now, which one does farm boy like? The 17-hand giant thoroughbred who's sweet as pie or the 15-two-hand quarter horse built pocket rocket? Well, he's a quarter horse guy, so probably the quarter horse. Yup. <laughs> <laughs> And so here's me climbing up and down and up and down and up and down. How do you get your leg over the 17 to 18 hand ones? Oh, my God. It's so hard. (laughs) And the worst part is that a belly them to make sure that they can have weight. And so you, I climb on them on my belly and then I get walked around. That's before I even throw a leg over them, you know, and climb up on the belly. And we walk him around and he was kind of like, and so you walk for a minute and let them feel the weight moving around and then you get off. But you just have to drop off. And God, my feet hurt after. <laughs> For those new listeners, uh, everybody, one comment I get about you all the time is when people meet you in person, they're shocked that you're only 5'2". 
Yeah, because, that's the first thing you ever said to me. Yeah, You're but, like, well, you have a very large personality. So people expect a a five foot eight nine per, person, but no, it's five foot two. So that's why we talk about her having trouble getting on 18 hand yeah. horses. <laughs> and so I drop down and my feet hurt and I already have broken a foot dismounting a horse when I was super fat and pregnant. And, I, and so that always hurts. And then I had to do it like four times. And here's farm boy and his six, four self leave me around on this giant horse. I'm like, this is, then he hops on little pony pocket rocket and is zipping around the arena, having a blast. I'm like, this is bull crap. <laughs> Aren't you the boss? We, we, we have an understanding. We have, we, <laughs> which means no, have, you're not the boss. <laughs> no, when we have two, we pick one, you know, and, uh, and, and I usually typically choose not no disrespect, but I choose a harder one. And so the easier one was you, you know, the one that, that he could job. hop on and ride. So, yeah, it yeah. is my, I'm the, I'm the actual one that's certified to do stuff like this. So I do pick the harder one and, and I did, I chose wisely, <laughs> <laughs> not so wisely, but wisely. So anyway, they're both available for adoption. This big, this big giant chestnut. Oh my God. He melts my heart. I just love him. And, uh, the other one is Barrett is like, this horse is so fun. <laughs> So they're available for adoption as well. Go to horseandhound.com. Horseandhound Rescue. Horseandhound Rescue, I think, is their website. Find them on Facebook. Yeah, you can just look it up. It's there. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us today. We're glad to be back, and uh, we'll be back the rest of the week as well. Get your ads in. What is it, the end of the month? Yeah, we'll be giving away prizes on Friday. So get your ads in to Jennifer at horseradionetwork.com for really bad ads on Friday, and we'll be giving away about $400 worth of prizes. Any ads that come in this week will be entered. Uh, and also, uh, I think we have a sideline show on Thursday for you, so look forward to that as well. Auditors, hang on. Spay neuter gallop, everybody. By the way, Glenn Homer says hi. Hi, Homer. Favorite little puppy. So. Time for the Auditor Post Show. We want to remind you that this is not always safe for work or the kiddos. Thanks for hanging around for our nonsense. Hey, before we go on, I wanted to ask you, we only had the one break at the show or at the guest break, right? That was the only one. I think so, yeah. Yeah, I forgot to write him down. I'm so tired. (laughs) So, so, yeah, I miss Homer. Homer, by the way, auditors, is the cutest puppy I've ever seen. And he's so floppy. He's just he is flop- very floppy. He's floppy. Most puppies aren't floppy. He's floppy. And it's nice to have a puppy that's just not total energy all the time and actually wants to sleep some. Or yeah, all, well, he's now, he and I are having discussions because oh. he's, he's he's getting a little bitey. Oh, he's, he was starting that a little bit when we were there and he, you know, still was working on the potty training thing, I think. Uh, yeah, he doesn't bite me anymore. <laughs> but uh, it's like, it's like, uh, hi, would you like to hold my baby shark? Here you go. <laughs> he's a little baby shark right now. But then it's only like two hours. He's probably day. teething, so. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do dogs teeth? Chew. Do puppies teeth? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they they get their so long adult teeth one. about six months. So I think it's been 30 years since go. we had a puppy. Probably 30 years, maybe. Well, I took there. him to the vet. He got he got microchipped. And it was funny. I was like, microchipping, like, it's a big needle. And it's like a grain of rice they're injecting into them, right? And I was like, can we should just wait until he's a little bigger and it won't be so painful. And she was like, to be honest, I'd probably do it now because he's so cute. Somebody's going to try to steal him. <laughs> I was like, oh, I didn't think of that. Jab him. Jab him. Stick it in there. It like, is yeah. big. Those things are big. The horse dude, ones are huge. Dude, this is the coolest thing ever. And the horse world needs to get on board with this. Do you know that from now on, I'm sure people are like, duh, this has been happening forever. It's a microchip, but it also reads their temperature. So you never have to stick a thermometer up their butt again. I never knew that. They scanned it and they're like, oh yeah, from now on, you never, it just is a temperature sensitive thing. And so it said his little microchip number and his temperature. But do you have to go to the vet to do that? Can you do that at home? 
Well, I don't have a scanner. Yeah, you'd have to have the scanner. But like when you go Why to Why can't you do that with an app? <laughs> do everything I should else link it app. to my app. That's a great idea. There's got I'm gonna ask. It's <laughs> <laughs> gotta be your app. Home again that. now making temperature sensitive things. And wouldn't that be cool to have with your horse and connect it to an app? God, that's great. It's gonna be a nine pound microchip by the end of this. <laughs> yeah, but. That's right. It's gonna have to have Wi Fi and everything else. <laughs> Built in, it had a little antenna on its head. <laughs> hey, by the way, remember we talked, Tara just posted in the auditor room. So auditors, remember we talked about when we were on the trip, all the pipe fencing we saw and you kind of explained mm-hmm. that. Well, Tara gave a really good explanation about why they use pipe in Texas and Oklahoma. And also why they have the mesquite branches interwoven. We talked about that in the fence too. I talked about oh, yeah. that. What was she the talks about there? that. She said the wire fence you saw in Texas with the mesquite branches interwoven is to improve the strength of the fence. Mesquite is basically a weed here and is available in perpetuity. Yeah, there are a lot of mesquites. Uh, it prevents horses from pushing the wire down to graze on the other side. It provides a better visual barrier and it looks a bit nicer than just smooth wire fence. Um, Tara, the one I saw it on was barbed wire. Uh, nothing is harder on fencing than cattle, bulls specifically, I bet. Uh, so the branches are made a bit stronger. I saw some of it in Montana, too. Well, there you go. Uh, we did. I didn't know. She also, did she say about the wire? Yeah, she said, uh, why pipe? It lasts literally forever. It looks good always. We don't paint it because it looks horrible a year after it gets painted. I've never had a horse injured in pipe fencing. Knocks knocks on all the wood. In the 42 years I've been around it. Bear in mind that my parents stood a stallion. We had three to eight foals every year. We kept bucking horses. We had cattle, etc. Nothing as strong as lasts as long as pipe fencing. That kind of makes sense. And it's plentiful because it comes out of the oil fields. Yeah. Hmm. There you go. We learn something new every day. I learned a lot of things on this trip because we had never really been to Oklahoma and, and through Texas like that. Well, horse keeping is different everywhere you go. I mean, I grew up in Georgia. I lived in Kentucky. I lived in Ohio. And then I lived in Arizona. And it's different everywhere. So I moved to Oklahoma. And, like, you know, I call, like, what vaccinations do I need? Is it different? What I have learned is that the 10 years of learning to battle flies in Arizona, those fly sprays don't work on these flies. The piranhas and things. It's it, it was like, I was like spray. It was like, I was spraying water on them all. It was so disheartening because I had so many bottles of it when I lived in Arizona, <laughs> I moved with it all, you know? Um, and it didn't, it doesn't work at all. So then I had to figure out. And the, the, the best thing now that works is, um, not the EcoVet, the, the, they're a sponsor, uh, the fly spray natural stuff. Oh, 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 neem oh, and oh, citronella. Oh, yeah, I know uh, what you mean too. I can't think of anything. Why can't why we can't remember? We we, we advertised for him for years. Yeah. <laughs> um, why can't we think of it? Everybody at home's now going. It's this. It's this. It's just. It's just. Um, equa. Uh, equiderma. Equiderma. Yes. Oh my god! I'm so sorry, Equiderma. At least I did say that yours is like the only thing that works here. <laughs> equiderma. Yeah, that's the only one that works here. It's really annoying. So. Yeah, because they're not cheap, Equidermis. Well, none well, of them are no, cheap. no, but I also had like a ton of other stuff when I moved yeah. here. It's like <laughs> true. Here it's different too. In Florida, it was different than it was in Kentucky. Um, I don't know. I don't know exactly what we're using currently, but it, it was definitely different than what we used in Kentucky. Um, Jennifer uh-huh. mixes it up, and so I never know if the bottle that I'm actually spraying with is the what's in the bottle. You know, because mm. she. She's always mixing concoctions, so I don't know. She doesn't label anything. (laughs) No. Whatever it is, don't drink it. Right, exactly. So we survived traveling for three weeks in the small living quarters, So, which is about half the size of our camper. Yeah, you say you survived. Um, Where's your wife right now? She's out at the barn, but she she was really (laughs) missing her horse. She's getting the heck away from you. Yeah, exactly. You do have to dance. You have a living quarters, right? So I I did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, But was it about the size of ours or bigger? The first one was the size. Then we had Lucas, and we had to get one with a slide out. Yeah. So ours doesn't have the slide. And you just have to learn to... One thing we've learned camping, even with the old camper, is that you have to do everything slower. You can't rush. Because you're going to bang into something. You're going to knock something over. You just have to be... You just have to do everything slower. You have to slow down. Which, for me, 
not so easy. So Jennifer's good at that. Me, not so easy. So I ha- I finally was, by the end of the time, not crashing into everything and knocking things over anymore. But uh, it worked out fine, actually. And we're using the back for, for doing the shows. I listened to the show one episode, actually, that we did from the back. And it was pouring that day, remember? It was just coming down. It was right when Dallas had all the flooding. And uh, you couldn't even hear it. So it sounded good. So, yeah. I was happy with that. So happy with the whole thing uh, and much easier to haul. Good. I'm glad Check you your tires, tra- everybody. Check your tires every time you stop. That's good. That's good advice. I don't do that. Well, what would have happened in this case, because the tire was flat, is it would have got so hot it would have shredded. And then it would have beat the hell out of the, it probably would have caused damage to the trailer. Yeah. So definitely check them. And then what I always do too is touch the hub to make sure it's not burning hot. And by the way, if you burn yourself, it's too hot and something's going on. <laughs> but uh, so I touch the hubs every time we stop like that, especially if you're driving highway at 75 miles an hour. <clears throat> not that we were doing 75 at the trailer, but 73. Wow. But that's, uh, yeah, so it was a good trip. We had fun. We're, and it's also, you know, a couple of reasons it's good to get home when you've been on a long trip. For me, multiple monitors. Working with one small laptop monitor drives me insane. Because <laughs> I have like four here. So that was, that's one thing. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're, you're, you got to make sacrifices. I know. But now I have to go because the lawn is about a foot tall. <laughs> <laughs> Don't cut that grass. <laughs> Nobody mowed it for work. us. Fortunately, our neighbors seemed to not mow theirs, so it did. We didn't stand out. So, <laughs> so we didn't stand out. Nobody robbed the place. Uh, probably because the whole neighborhood's lawns are long for some reason. Uh, but the ponies, for those that are wondering, are fine. Scooter, I, it's so cute. Driving in I, to the barn, I said, "I wonder if he's even going to acknowledge me." And as soon as he saw me. He he whinnied. He actually screamed. He screamed, and he came running over to full gallop. He was so cute. He was so excited to see me, mostly because I take him out to eat grass because he doesn't have much. Uh, He's on a dry lot, so yeah, he was very excited. The food guy's here. (laughs) Exactly. Where have you been? And he scolded me for a while, and then uh, I took him out to eat grass. He was very happy. So it it is fun to go home and your ponies acknowledge you, for whatever reason. Even though I know it wasn't me, it's just the grass. But that's it. Let's call it a day. All we'll right, see cool. everybody. I'm glad you're okay after your accident. Are you sore? You're good? No, I okay. was fine. Okay. My I did my poor little car. I finally got to ride in your car and you go and you go and trash it. I know. Jeez. It's my fault. It is. My fault. Don't stop. Congratulations. <laughs> you made it through another post show. Thank you for all your support. Now go ride your horse.